Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. One of the hardest things to get right in business is knowing how much to charge for your product or service. Sure, there are benchmarks within your industry or location, but should you really be following the lead or be the leader? From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Everyone seems to be giving away discounts or offering seasonal sales. Doesn't it make sense then that you do too? Your customers are expecting that, surely? Not at all, says entrepreneur CEO Roy Osing, author of Be Different or Be Dead. There may be legitimate operational reasons to lower prices, but as he tells Chris Ashmore, Roy is not a fan of cutting prices for strategic purposes. If you're cutting prices as a tool to enhance your long-term strategic advantage, I don't think it's smart. If you're cutting prices as a tool to compete, I don't think it's smart for a number of reasons. First of all, it's an easy thing to copy. It's lazy marketing, uh, really. When you look at what marketing is supposed to do, juggling prices is way too easy. And it's just lazy. The price thing, the infatuation with price is nothing more than laziness. Here's how to think about it. If you lower your price, what are you really saying about the value you're creating? What you're saying is it's not worth as much as it was yesterday. That's why I'm reducing my price. So, I mean, taken to the extreme, if you have a price of one cent and it used to be $20, you've basically reduced the amount of value you're providing your customers almost infinitesimally, right? So you just have. So it's a crazy thing to do. Price competition for strategic reasons is nonsensical. It's not the right thing to do. What you need to do is you need to add value to support premium prices. I mean, the audacious companies have figured out how to price up, not price down. Make investments in producing value and benefits for customers and in price accordingly. Okay, and that's what should happen here. If you're having resources, put them not around price reduction programs, Put them in programs to support premium prices. And sales is a tough one for marketing on this one because they love that easy sale for the most part. And a price sale when you got cheap prices is an easy sale, right, for salespeople. It's more difficult to get them to sell on value. And yet that's where the margins are. That's where the strategic benefits to the organization come from by selling at premium prices maximizing the margins, and at the same time trying to figure out how to hold or gain your competitive position. What about those seasonal sales, or more increasingly common here in Australia is the Black Friday sales? Everyone else is doing it. Is there an expectation that uh, you should do it as well? Well, let me differentiate. Uh, There's two kinds of price reduction categories in my mind. One is for strategic reasons, and as I just described, I'm not a fan. We shouldn't be doing it. But there are price reduction programs that may make sense from an operational point of view. So reducing prices for operations reasons, okay, may make sense. For example, if you have inventory that you need to clear, because if you don't clear it, it's just going to be sitting on your balance sheet, et cetera, et cetera. But never think that's your strategy. It's temporary. It's short term. A short term price reduction for an operational reason may make sense. 
But the problem is a lot of people will then assume that it's part of your strategy and it shouldn't be because you can't keep having Black Fridays 365 days a year, mate. You can't do it. You got to figure out the real tough problem, which is how do I find out what customers crave and charge them a premium price for it? That's what marketing needs to do. I guess the other point I would make on the Black Friday thing is just because everybody else, okay, has a once a year or three times a year for uh, temporary price reductions doesn't mean you have to. In other words, it has to solve a problem. So I keep asking the question, what is your context? If it's to improve your competitive position, don't do it. If it's to make your operations, right, and managing the income statement balance sheet in the short term, uh, make it a little more sensible, but you're only going to do it on a temporary basis. Okay, that may make sense. Let's talk about that, right? Let's design it. But the last thing you want to do is you don't want your customers to expect it because once they expect it, boom, you're going to get trapped in the price cutting game and your strategy will be undermined. I've seen it happen. So how does a business avoid a price trap? Yeah, so the first thing you really need is you need an anchor, a strategic anchor that declares that your game plan is a plan around adding value and providing solutions at premium prices. You need to have that as part of your overall strategic game plan of the organization. You need to declare that you're going to take price off the table. You're not going to be chasing price okay, around the globe. You're just not going to do it. And that will force guys in marketing, et cetera, et cetera, to now do other things, right? It's going to force them to look for premium price markets. In other words, where are those segments that aren't as price sensitive? Let's find those. What are the kind of, I call them me solutions, individual solutions that we can create and charge healthy margins for? So you re-vector the activity towards those things and tactics that add value at premium prices. That's what you do. And sometimes, by the way, you have to move out of a lot of products and services because they can't do that. They're just not built for that sort of a marketing drive. Well, if we turn to marketing, I suppose standout marketing is pricing goods and services at a premium price. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, in my view, in the way I think about marketing, absolutely. And it's a tough job. It's not the easy approach to take because low price strategy is very risky. As I said earlier, you can copy it easily and it squeezes margins. And so it's better to find an opportunity where you can provide value solutions and charge a premium price relative to your competition. And I mean, all you got to do is look at some of the automobile segments and the boutique segments where they do this. They're doing it very, very specifically. I mean, you, they don't really get into uh, a price war in BMWs. They don't. And some of the high tech stuff, they don't either. They will consider a short term promo hit, though. OK, just to keep you interested. And that's a different end game. And that's okay, too. But the people that are in it for the long haul tend to expect and they deserve healthy margins because of the level of service and experience and value they create for their customers. That's Roy Osing, author of Be Different or Be Dead. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow.
Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.